0: Welcome to this podcast, Peace in the Pain, by Miss Julie. This podcast covers the topic of finding peace when you are struggling, whether it be drugs or drinking or anything like that. We hope this podcast will help you. Please look forward to the next podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. So today's podcast is titled Peace from the Pain. Is there ever peace to be found in the midst of pain? Is it possible to have an incredible sense of well-being when we experience pain and trauma of any kind, really? I mean, emotionally, physically, mental anguish, abuse. How can anyone really feel okay if our situation is anything but? Well, peace is not something that we can conjure up. Sure, there are things that we can do to calm our down for sure. We have a multitude of therapists and techniques on that topic. You know, there's deep breathing, self-talk, but even therapists cannot teach us how to have a deep sense of peace. Have you ever wondered why? It is because peace comes from our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus tells us in John fourteen twenty seven, I am leaving you with a gift of peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Jesus alone is our peace. He alone gives us a supernatural sense of well-being regardless of the situation we may find ourselves in. And who better to give us peace than Jesus? In the midst of his trauma and his pain of being nailed to the cross, left to die, you know, people spit on him, they beat him. He never really knew any earthly comfort. Did you know that he didn't even have a home Listen to what the Bible says. It is in Luke 9, 5, 8. This was Jesus speaking. He says, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Yet Jesus found an incredible sense of comfort in the midst of all this pain he was experiencing. Turning constantly and consistently to his Father God, our Heavenly Father. He gave Jesus words of wisdom. He encouraged Jesus. He gave Jesus the wherewithal to withstand so much abuse, such hatred. Honestly, he filled him up because Jesus didn't have a sense of home on this earth. (laughs) So through it all, Jesus never ran away scared. Listen to this, guys. He did not turn to drugs and alcohol to numb his pain, right? He didn't become some crazy sex addict to alleviate any kind of pain or find a false sense of love. No. What did he do? He didn't turn to drugs. He didn't do any of this. So what he did do was he made time to talk and pray to God. And then he took time to listen to God speak. Luke 6, 12 says, Now at this time, Jesus went off to the mountain to pray, and he spent the whole night in prayer to God. Now we see Jesus throughout the Bible going off alone to pray. All he wanted and all he really needed was time alone with God. This relationship between God and Jesus was so powerful that Jesus was able to go back in public day after day after day, with all the threats that were made against him, you know, all the abuse that he was going through right in his face, and he just kept going back to preach and to tell people all about God. It mattered that he was able to do that, because the only way somebody would be able to face such hatred and such, you know, threats. And this wasn't just threats by some bully. Like, these were high priests, the lawmakers. I mean, these these people were after Jesus, let me tell you. And he was just not threatened by men. He could care less because what he understood was that what, Papa God was giving him in that alone time was far greater than any fear man could ever conjure up. And so Jesus shows us by his actions how much greater peace from God is than the threats of fear that we face in our own life every single day. I mean, even to death on the cross, Jesus displayed peace. You know, asking his father to forgive them when they were nailing him to the cross because he said, they have no idea what they're doing. Forgive them. You can find this in Luke 23, 34. And with his final breath on the cross, Jesus said, it is finished. Well, what did he mean by that? Starters, he knew he was going back to heaven. (laughs) You know, that must have been a huge relief. I get to go back to God, my dad, whom I love and who loves me. (laughs) Like, amen. (laughs) You know, it's so very hard for us to imagine such a strong bond of love and this relationship that they have. Peace that can carry us through anything, Jesus, like, had it all. And it all came from spending that time with God. And I know it can really seem unattainable to us because, first of all, I get it, Miss Julie, you know, we're not Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not Jesus either, believe me. <laughs> but Jesus made sure, listen to this, guys, he made sure to tell us, you can do Everything that I have done and more. Jesus, these were his exact words in John 14 12. I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. So if we can really grasp what Jesus is telling us, this is it. We can have the same amount of peace that he had. We get to go to heaven too. Jesus has already given us peace. We just need to be willing to take the time out of our hectic lifestyle to talk to God, open our hearts, open our ears, and to receive what he has for us. How can we hear from God if we're filling ourselves with drugs to get high? You know, how can we hear God speak if we're filling ourselves with alcohol to get drunk? How can we hear God speak if we're turning to sex as our comforter? I mean, we are so willing to take everything in but God. <laughs> have you have you ever wondered why? I mean, this was kind of crazy to me to think about. I'm like, why are we so willing to fill ourselves with all this crap that's going to do nothing but harm us? I mean, granted, we don't know how bad it's going to get. But we are willing to try whatever on this earth before we're willing to try God. Doesn't it seem to those of us who have gone down this road that we have had to hit absolute rock bottom before we realized that God is actually better than all the things the world could ever offer us, like, combined? (laughs) You know, it's really amazing to me that we oftentimes treat God as like these sloppy leftovers. Well, God, I've tried sex. With multiple partners. I've tried drugs. I've tried alcohol. I'm at the end of my rope, God. I don't know how to move forward. I don't have anything left. Please help me. (laughs) These are usually our cries to God. And I'm not trying to make fun of it. Guys, listen, I've been there. (laughs) I'm one of these people that had to learn things the very hard way. But I'm just, now that I have God, I can look back and He's given me the peace that I need to be able to laugh at these situations, because they really are laughable when we know Him. Because we understand, wow, how could we even think that, you know, a drink or a drug or sex could even come close to what God can do for us. Maybe you are in that situation. God is actually going to surprise you when you turn to Him and say, I have nothing left. I need you. Because what God... (laughs) God does is he actually helps us. (laughs) He's not the least bit offended that we turn to him last. Now don't get me wrong, I'm sure God doesn't want it this way. You know, he doesn't want us to needlessly suffer and he certainly doesn't want us in pain that could have totally been avoided. You know, he knows drugs, sex, alcohol, they all hurt us when we use them to fill the void that only he can fill. So that's why He's just really so happy. Like he is ecstatic when we turn to him finally. <laughs> it's like, I'll take the sloppy leftovers. <laughs> Please come to me. <laughs> you know, and we're like, wow, what kind of God is like happy for us? He's happy, guys. Luke 15 10 says, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of angels of God over one sinner who repents. Now, repent means to change our mind. So when we decide, geez, I don't think I should drink anymore. This is like going nowhere for me. (laughs) And then we say, God, I need your help. Heaven actually rejoices in that moment. I mean, guys, this is amazing. God gets really, really happy, folks. He's like, oh yeah, welcome to the real party, kid. Just wait till you experience me with a capital (laughs) M-E. And seriously, I'm telling you, nothing compares to God, and I am speaking from my own personal experience with Him, and I can honestly tell you, Miss Julie is going on record saying He is amazing. So here's the real deal. God has no problem talking to us about any issue. Nothing is too unholy or too embarrassing for Him. He cares so much about us that He will help us with anything we are struggling with if we will just turn to him and say, I need you, you know, and I mean anything, guys, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you're into, no matter how bad you feel like it is, and I could never like talk to God about this. Please, please, please hear my plea. Do not be afraid to talk to him. Did you know he even tells us in the Bible how to handle all of the the above? Like everything we just talked about is actually in the Bible. And And my thought is God is not scared to talk to us about any of these things. So we really shouldn't be afraid to say, God, I need to talk to you about sex. God, I need to talk to you about these drugs I'm doing. God, I'm really drinking a whole lot and it's like really hurting me and people around me. I really think I need you. You know, God, he wants these kinds of conversations, guys. Ephesians 5, 18 says, and do not get drunk with wine, for That is debauchery, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. So, God doesn't even say in the Bible, He doesn't say, Don't do this without leaving us an alternative. He knows the Holy Spirit is going to make us feel a whole heck of a lot better than alcohol any day of the week hands down. He also tells us how to handle sex in 1 Corinthians 7 two. But because the temptation to sexual immorality, each man should have his own wife and each woman her own husband. If we do this God's way, guys, it is better for everyone. 1 Peter 5.8, God tells us about drugs too. He says, be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. When we are not sober, we do bad things, guys, things that we would probably never, ever do if we were truly filled with the Holy Spirit instead. And maybe you have your own personal experience with this. Maybe you have had sex when you got drunk or you were high or and then you woke up the next day like, what just happened? Wow, I'm not feeling so great about myself. Well, yeah, if we were filled with the Holy Spirit, we would not make those kinds of crazy choices. But please don't feel bad if you have ignored everything God has said to us about these things. I don't want you feeling bad if you've had many nights like what we just described. Many of us have really had to learn things the hard way. We've tried them and realized they just don't give us the peace and leave us with any kind of sense that everything is okay. All that happens is we usually just get addicted and then these unhealthy things just add to our sense of pain that we're already carrying trying to block it out. But the good news is God heals, guys. He helps us, and He does truly fill us up with His Holy Spirit when we ask. God is a good, good Father, and when we turn to Him, we are better able to see and understand Jesus really did have it right all along. So let's follow suit. If you're sick of the pain and would really love to trade it in for peace, let's go ahead and say this prayer together. Dear Jesus, thank you so much for showing me the way to peace. I really want the kind of relationship with God that you displayed in your life. Please help me, Jesus, to know who you really are. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Please forgive me forgive me, Lord, for trying to fill myself up with things other than you, God. I receive your peace, and I am honored to live in your presence, filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, if you want to know more about Jesus and the Holy Spirit, please visit our links page at christ dot kidsministriesorg We have the Strength Training Series podcast up, and that introduces you to Jesus and why we need him. And then we have the Truth the Truth Versus Lie series, which goes a lot more in depth about the Holy Spirit and why we want to ask Jesus for him. (laughs) So these are free resources to help you build and develop your very own unique relationship with God. And we are just so honored to be here and to share all this information with you. Have a blessed day, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed, be sure to check out ChristForKidsMinistries.org. There, you will find podcasts, books, and so much more.